What's up, everyone? I want to welcome you back and thank you for listening to another Nip City Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Matt Nip City Talameo, coming at you with another podcast for the 2021 Fantasy Football season. Now, today I thought we'd change things up a little bit. I thought we'd do a, something a little interesting and we do a NFL mock draft for the 2021 season. You know, it's coming up in April, it's only like two, three weeks away. So I thought we'd do one. We talk a little back, talk a little bit about where I think these players are going to go. And we actually dive into a little aspect of the dynasty league, because if you're in a dynasty league, you're going to be taking these players. So this could possibly help you take maybe Trevor Lawrence or Kyle Pitts or Mark Chase, see where you want them in a dynasty league. I actually saw one recently where it was actually Matthew Berry's. He, he did one and Kyle Pitts was the first player taken. And if I'm in a dynasty league, I'd probably lean Trevor Lawrence one. I think I would have to only because, you know, he could, that saves you time. You know, you, you guarantee Trevor Lawrence, you guarantee a quarterback and for your upcoming years, you know, you will always have that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue Kyle Pitts going one. I think if you do take a offensive weapon, I do think Kyle Pitts should be the first player taken, but I, I, I would say him or Lawrence. Now, with that being said, I want to do this mock draft. I want to do one in a few weeks where I coordinate back and forth with a friend of mine and we, t- we discuss another mock draft. Then I want to do one one or two days before the draft happens to kind of give you an updated and final NFL mock draft. So with that being said, let's get started and let's talk NFL draft. It's my favorite day of the year. That and, you know, fantasy football draft day, but let's get started. So at one, Jacksonville's on the clock. I think this is the biggest no-brainer football. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence here. I think he's the best prospect since Andrew Luck, and I could argue he's the best prospect since Peyton Manning. So with that being said, Trevor Lawrence goes one. Urban Meyer came out of retirement to work with Trevor Lawrence. You know, he didn't come out of retirement for anything else. He's very good with young QBs. And Trevor Lawrence is going to be the franchise quarterback of this of this team for generations. So I think Trevor Lawrence goes here. One, I think it's a no-brainer pick. And I really I, I think Jacksonville could be good in a few years. Now with two, New York Jets. Um, we kind of said this pick for a while, but now we know it's going to be Zach Wilson. Um, this is a reason that the Eagles traded back because they kind of liked Zach Wilson, which I think they should stick with Jalen Harris, but I'll discuss that later. But we we knew for a little while that Zach Wilson was going to be the, the second pick here, even when they still had Sam Darnold. Now with the trade of Sam Darnold going to Carolina, we know for a fact they're taking a QB, and that QB is going to be Zach Wilson. Um, quick fantasy discussion. I do like Sam Darnold in Carolina. I think he's a guy you could take late. I think super late because I think he's going to go 14th, 15th round. But I like that fit for him. You know, it's a Matt Rule is going to be a good head coach with him. And I like the weapons there with CMC, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. You know, so I think Sam Donald in Carolina is a great move for them. They got him for cheap because I think they wanted to start Watson, but with everything going on right now, I think Sam Donald was a good, smart trade for them. But yeah, at two here, I have the New York Jets selecting Zach Wilson. Now, three, this is where it gets interesting because San Fran trades up with Miami to get the third pick, and you're not sending three first-rounders if you're not drafting a quarterback. It's obvious. It's been known. They want a quarterback. Now, you have three options here. You have Trey Lance, you have Mac Jones, and you have Justin Fields. Okay, At first, I was leaning towards Trey Lance, and I say this because, one, I think it's a good fit, and two, at the time, Trey Lance is the only pro day we saw. Okay, But now I'm leaning towards Mac Jones or Justin Fields. And at the moment, I'm going to say that the 49ers with the third pick select Mac Jones. Now, personally, personally, I would take Justin Fields there. I think Justin Fields is the third 
best quarterback in the draft, and I could argue second over Zach Wilson. I can't, but I'm going to go Mac Jones here, and I say this because that's who I think Kyle Shanahan wants. I think Kyle Shanahan likes his – he's just straight up pass quarterback. I, I said that wrong. He likes his – he likes it just – simple quarterbacks the guys that are going to throw the guys that are just going to hit their targets he doesn't he doesn't necessarily need a playmaker but i think mac jones goes here three i personally would take justin fields but at three i'm going to take mac jones now four here atlanta's on the pit atlanta's on the clock okay and if they do stick with the pick i don't think it's going to be a quarterback i think it's going to be either panesor or kyle pitts now with that being said I don't think Matt Ryan's the issue. I think you have Arthur Smith now, who I said in the last podcast, I said Arthur Smith, he pretty much changed Tannehill's career, and he's going to help Matt Ryan's even more. So I think Matt Ryan, you stick with him, and then you take Sewell or Pitts here. But I actually had him trading back. Now with the trade back, I look at this. Do I think Chicago or Washington would trade up? Yes, but I don't think they're going to give up all those picks to go all the way up to four. I think they're too deep in the draft at 19 and 20. Then the next best team would be New England, and I don't think New England is a team that's going to trade up. I think they stick with Cam, whether people like that or not. I think they stick with Cam. You know, you just got them all these weapons. So I think they stay at 15. So the only option here is Denver at pick nine. So I have Denver trading up to pick all the way up to pick four, and I have them taking Justin Fields here. You know, you're in the division with Pat Mahomes, Derek Carr, and Justin Herbert, three excellent QBs including the best in Patrick Mahomes in the NFL league. So your division is really good with quarterbacks and Drew Locke's not going to cut it for you, you know? So I have them taking Justin Fields here. Great playmaker. You pair him up with Coyne Southern, KJ Hamler, Jerry Judy, Noah Font, a good old line and a great defense. I think Denver can be really good with Justin Fields. And I think you could start week one for him. So I have Justin Fields fourth Denver Broncos. Now fifth here, I'm going to say who first, and then I'm going to explain. I have fifth. I have Kyle Pitts going here. Now, I think O-line is the problem. I do. I, have, I think O-line is the problem. And for a while, I said Rashawn Slater should go here because he's a very versatile offensive lineman. He can play anywhere on the line. And you saw last year how many pressures Joe Burrow got. You know, he would drop back every play, and he would get sacked. And that's the reason he got hurt, you know. Now, the Bengals haven't had a good offensive lineman since Zeitler, you know, and they have Jonah Williams left tackle now. So that's why I think they could go Sewell, but then you would have to move Williams to right tackle and play Sewell at left. But Cincinnati's sitting here at five. Okay. Four quarterbacks are taken before them. You know, if I'm Zach Taylor, you know, you're sitting there, you're thinking, Hey, do I go offensive lineman, which I think they should, which is a, the biggest need. But I'm sitting here at five, and I have every single playmaker on the board. And the best playmaker, the best offensive guy is Kyle Pitts. You know, you could go Jamar Chase, reunite him with Joe Burrow. But I think if they are going to go offensive guy, I think it's Kyle Pitts. You know, he's the best. After Lawrence, he's the best prospect in the draft. He is. He's physical. He's the best tight end prospect I've seen in forever. So I'm going to go Kyle Pitts here, five to the Broncos. Not the Broncos, the Bengals. I don't. I think they should go offense lineman, whether it's Sewell or Slater. But a fifth year, teams are now taking the best player available. I've seen that in a lot of a lot of drafts recently, and it's been working out. So I'm going to go Kyle Pitts fifth to the Bengals. Now it's six. Miami's on the clock. I think they would go Kyle Pitts if he's here, but they're not. 
but he's not. So I'm going to go Jamar Chase. You know, you get Tua a weapon. You have Miami's currently surrounding Tua with talent. You know, if you're going to trust Tua, if Tua is going to be your guy, you have to trust him with talent. And that's adding Jamar Chase. You add Will Fuller. You have Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, and even Mike Uzeki, a tight end, who I think is a great tight end. Now, I wouldn't mind the Kyle Pitts, Jizeki do. I think as a Miami fan, I love that. Personally, I want Kyle Pitts. But with that being said, I think they go Jamar Chase. You surround Tua with a weapon, and he's by far the best receiver in the draft. So six here, Miami, Jamar Chase. Now seven, Detroit's up. If Jamar Chase is there, I think they take him, but he's not. And I could see Detroit trading down here. I think a team, I said before, I said Kyle Pitts is at seven. The Chargers would trade up. Or the Cardinals, but I think the Chargers trading up and getting Kyle Pitts. Imagine that with Justin Herbert. That'd be unreal duo. But I'm going to have Detroit sticking with the pick. I'm going to have them. They could really take a lot of guys here. You could take Sewell. You could take a good corner. You could take a wide receiver and Waddle or Smith. But I'm going to have them go with the best defensive guy on the board. And I'm going to have them take Michael Parsons. He could be a leader on your defense. You know, that defense has struggled. That defense has struggled for a while. And I think. Dan Campbell's more of an offensive guy, but I do, however, think they need to upgrade that defense, and that team can't be good without helping out the D. You know, you go Akuda last year, you go Parsons this year, so you're slowly building a good defense. So I'm going to go Michael Parsons, outside linebacker from Penn State, going seven to the Detroit Lions. Now here at eight, I think this is perfect for Carolina. Like I said, they just got their QB. Sam Darnold has not had a good offensive line in his whole career. So you go out and you get the best offensive lineman in the draft. The Panesa Wolf falls perfectly to you at eight. If he is there at eight, there is a no-branded decision. I would bet my life that Panesa Wolf goes eight here to Carolina. You know, he's the biggest offensive lineman in the draft. He's strong. He's physical. Pure talent-wise, he's the best. You know, he, there's argue that Slater, again, is only the better pick because he's more versatile and he could play more positions. But I think it's a no-brainer. You need left tackle is their biggest need. You go left tackle Panesul here eight to the Carolina Panthers. Now Atlanta is now up at nine. And again, you could argue Trey Lance is the pick here, but I don't think that is. Like I said, I like Matt Ryan. So I'm gonna go with the cornerback and I'm actually gonna go JC Horn. I think JC Horn is the best playmaker corner in the in the draft. And I think, you know, in division Atlanta, they have very good quarterbacks in that division. So I'm gonna go JC Horn here cornerback from South Carolina. Now 10, Dallas is up. I'm going to have them take Patrick Sertain. Now they could trade up. There's been rumors that they trade up for Kyle Pitts and I would not be shocked. I really wouldn't be shocked. But I think corner is by far their biggest need. I think their offense is great. I think they just need to add more on the defensive side because you saw that's where they struggled last year. Obviously they didn't have Dak for the whole most of the season, but I still think defense is the biggest need, and I like them taking a corner here, and I think Patrick Sertain is a great fit. Now, here at 11, the Giants are up. Now, you go out and you get Daniel Jones, a wide receiver one, okay? You also have Slayton. You still have Shepard. You still have Evan Ingram and now Kyle Rudolph, so you have great weapons. I think the best thing you can do for this team is you go out and you get offense tackle Rashawn Slater, from Northwestern, and you help out not only Daniel Jones, but you help out Isaiah Barkley too, coming off a coming off a season-ending injury. So I love if Rashawn Slater is there. This is a great fit for the Giants. It's a perfect, perfect fall for them. So I'm going to go Rashawn Slater here. I think offensive line is their biggest need. 
So I think at 11, Rashawn Slater, New York Giants. Eagles on the clock. They trade back from six, and they go to pick 12, where the 49ers were in a three-way trade, kind of with Miami. Um, so here, I think their biggest needs are wide receiver or corner. Now, two corners already taken, and now you have two receivers on the board with Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. So here at pick 12, I'm going to go Jalen Waddle to the Eagles. I think NFL teams and GMs are going to like Waddle more than Smith, whether you think either one is better. I think Waddle is the pick that the Eagles go with. You know, you pair him up with Rieger, you get Jalen Hurts' weapon, because I think you have to do the same thing with Jalen Hurts as you do with Tua. I think you need to just surround them with talent. You have to give them a chance because if you're not going to surround them with talent and then they're going to fail and then you're going to blame them, like what is the point? So if you're going to say Jalen Hurts is your guy, take a wide receiver here. I have them taking Jalen Waddle. Now, I don't think this happens. I just want to say it. I would not be shocked if they go Trey Lance if he's here. I just, I don't, for some reason, it doesn't seem like they trust Jalen Hurts. You know, they thought about trading up for Zach Wilson like, I ju it just doesn't seem like they trust Jalen Hurts, but I think they need to. I think they should, you know, and I think Jalen Waddle's a great pick here. 13 now, Chargers on the board. I said it for a while that I want them to take an offensive lineman to help out Justin Herbert. And here, you know, I think Vera Tucker would be the pick if they take offensive lineman. But at pick 13 for the Chargers, I'm going to go Devonta Smith. I think... You add another receiver, you know, you have Keen Allen and Devonta Smith. You pair them up with Herbert, you know, in a great, in a division that's really tough. So you're going to need your offense to thrive. I like, I like Devonta Smith here with Justin Herbert. I think that's a great duo. So pick 13, I'm going to go Devonta Smith to the Chargers. Now here at 14, I have a trade. Now Vikings are on the clock. And I think if they pick, they would go edge rusher. But I have them trading back with the Washington football team. Now, it has been rumors that Washington likes Trey Lance, and I had this trade in my mock before I even heard these rumors, but I have Trey Lance going here 14 to the Washington football team. You know, I think it's kind of the same thing Miami did last year with Tua, where you take you take your quarterback, you have him kind of sit behind Fitz, because I think Fitz could play all 17 games, even with this Trey Lance selection. And I think they could honestly make the playoffs because it's a weaker division. I still think Dallas is the favorite. But I think Trey Lance here is a great pick because, you know, I think he'll fit really well with Ron Rivera. I'm, I'm sure Ron Rivera likes him. You have great weapons with Terry McLaurin and Curtis uh, Samuel, even Logan Thomas at tight ends, pretty good. So I think here at pick 14, Washington trades up and they go Trey Lance. Here at 15, um, I think if Trey Lance is here at 15 for the New England Patriots, I think they could take him. But I'm just going to have him go a good defensive guy. I'm going to have him go in Jeremiah, Jeremiah Awazu. I don't know how to say it uh, from Notre Dame, the inside linebacker. I think it's a good pick. You know, you add more to your defense. Wouldn't be shocked if they go corner here. But I'm, gonna, I'm just going to have him go a good linebacker, a strong physical guy who could play a little bit everywhere. Now 16 here, Arizona. I wouldn't be shocked if they go Najee, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pick that. I'm going to have him going cornerback Caleb Farley there's a lot of good receivers in this division you know you have DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett it's just a, it's a strong division with strong quarterbacks and strong wide receivers big physical ones too so I'm gonna have him going coin here Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech I think he again you could argue he's the best corner you know but I think he falls a little bit because I think Horn and Sertain are taken before. And I think here at 16, Arizona needs a corner. They just lost Pat P. I think it's a great pick. You add to your secondary in a tough division. And I think Caleb Farley here at 16 is great. 
17, the Raiders. Um, Raiders always do what they want. Like, no matter if the player they think is first-round talent or not, they take them. But here, you know, in the offseason, you lost three offensive linemen. So I say you add one here in the draft, and I'm going to go the guy who I think they personally would take over Vera Tucker. I'm going to go Christian Darisoff from VA Tech. I think he's a very good tackle. He's going to be a first-rounder. And I think the Raiders, that's their biggest need right now. I think, you know, if Devonta Smith Waterfall, they could pick him up and add him to help Derek Carr out because I think this is a make-or-break year for Derek Carr. But I'm going to go, you get Derek Carr, a nice offensive tackle. I'm going to go Christian Darisol, 17, to the Raiders. Here at 18 Miami, right now I think their biggest need at this very moment after taking Jamar Chase would be an edge rusher, and I think Quiddy Payne on the board would be a good pick. But I like Vera Tucker here. I'm going to go Vera Tucker from USC, 18 Miami. You know, you add more to offensive line. You know, again, you're just surrounding Tua even more than you need to. So I think it's a good pick here. I think Vera Tucker is a top three tackle in this draft behind Slater and Sewell. So I'm going to go Vera Tucker here, 18. Now at 19, uh, like I said, I think Minnesota takes an edge rusher. So I'm going to go Quiddy Payne, defensive end from Michigan. You know, you put pressure on Rodgers. Play him twice a year. I think Quiddy Payne's a great pick here. Chicago here at 20. You know, all the QBs are gone. They just lost Kyle Fuller. So I'm going to go with the next best cornerback on the board. I'm going to go Greg Newsom here from Northwestern. I think he's very good. Corner, he's rising up more than any player on the draft board. So I'm going to go Greg Newsom here, 20 to the Bears. Colts, interesting pick here. I'm going to take Terrence Marshall. I think Terrence Marshall climbs the board since a sneaky wide receiver taken. And you go out and you get Carson Wentz weapons and saying, hey, listen, you had no weapons, Philly. Why don't I go out and get you one here in the draft as the new starter for the Colts? So I'm going to go Terrence Marshall here. Tennessee, the big need is edge rusher. However, you just lost Corey Davis. You just lost Johnny Smith. You need to get more weapons for Tannehill because Derek Carr, I mean, not Derek Carr, Derek Henry can't do everything for this team. A.J. Brown can't be the only receiver. So I'm going to go Rashad Bateman. He's the most strong. He's the most physical receiver in the draft. He's a very talented guy. Reminds me of D.K. Metcalf a little bit. So I'm going to say Tennessee goes Rashad Bateman here. I love the pick. You pair him on the outside with A.J. Brown. Give Tannehill another weapon. Here at 23, the Jets can literally do anything. You know, you can go and get an offensive tackle to help out new quarterback Zach Wilson. But on this pick, I think you look at the board and you say, hey, who do we have as just the best player? Who do we have the best player on the board? And I think that's going to be Gregory Rizzo, defensive end for Miami. You know, you put pressure on Tua, Cam, and Josh Allen, three quarterbacks who all can run. You get a nice edge rusher in Gregory Rizzo. I think they take him here. 24 Pittsburgh, they could do three things in my mind. They could go running back. You go Najee or ETN. They can go center. You go Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma, or you go Landon Dickerson from Alabama. But I think they go with the third option here, and I think that's outside linebacker. You fill in for uh, Bud Dupree, who you just lost, and I have them going Aziz. I don't know how to say his last name. The guy offense outside linebacker from Georgia. He's very talented. A lot of a lot of GMs I've heard like him a lot more than other linebackers. So I think here at 24, it's a good pick. 25, Jags draft Trevor Lawrence at one. Go ahead, get him a tackle at 25. I have Samuel Kazi here from Texas. I think he's a good pick. I think he's a very good tackle, and he's definitely going to go first round. So I have Samuel Kazi going 25th to the Jags. 26, this is my favorite linebacker in the late round, kind of similar to what I liked in Kenneth Murray last year, 
who went to the Chargers. I have Zayvon Collins from Tulsa going here. I, I love him. I think he's going to be a stud. I think he's going to be a star. And you add him to a Cleveland defense that's already pretty good. 27, um, I think Zayvon Collins could go here if he falls to the Ravens. But here I'm going to go You get an edge rusher, um, which I think they need. And I'm going to go Jalen Phillips from Miami. You know, he played very good, low-key even better than Rizzo. So I'm going to go Jalen Phillips. I think they like him to Baltimore. Now here at 28, uh, I have Jermaine Davis, the inside linebacker from Kentucky, going to the Saints. I think he is talented. I think he should be a first-round pick. And I think he falls here all the way to 28. But he could go earlier. But I have him falling here to 28 to the Saints. Here, pick number 29, Green Bay on the board. You know, I just... I, th- I just think they need to go wide receiver. I think that's their biggest need by far. They could go corner, but here I could see Asante Samuel Jr. going if they do draft the corner. I'm not going to force a wide receiver on them, but I do think Kadarius Tooney, wide receiver from Florida, goes here. I think he's a good fit. You pair him up with Adams, and you just get Rodgers another weapon. You know, you just you have to get Rodgers another weapon. Um, Pick number 30 here, Buffalo. Okay. I'm Buffalo, I'm sitting here like, hey, what do we need? Because we don't really need anything. So I would not be shocked if they even trade out of the first round. But here at 30, I'm thinking, hey, what's our weakness? I guess running back. So they go Najee Harris here at pick 30. I like it. I think that'd be a great pick. 31, Kansas City goes uh, Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle from Oklahoma State. You know, they just lost Swartz. They lost Fisher. They added a guy in free agency, but hey, I think Taven Jenkins here is a great fit for them. You add another offensive lineman for Pat Mahomes. And here at 32, I have a trade. Um, I think Tampa Bay Bucks don't really need anything crazy, so I've been trading out, and I have them trading out with um, the Falcons, who just got a bunch of picks from the Broncos. So I have the Falcons trading back in the first round, and they don't really have a running back at the moment. I think Edel Smith is a starter after they cut Gurley. So I have them taking Travis Etienne here, pick 32, going to Atlanta and adding Matt Ryan, a weapon that he needs. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. In a couple weeks, I'll come out with another mock. Next week, hopefully, we're going to come out for more fantasy talk. Um, But I want to thank you guys again for listening. And, yeah, we'll be back at it with another Nip City Fantasy Football Podcast next week. Thank you, guys.